0: We want you to come see us live. At Caveat in New York City on the Lower East Side on Wednesday, April 19th, 9.30pm, we will be doing a live performance of the Dear Pod Comedy Advice Podcast, and you do not want to miss it. There's going to be booze, there's going to be fun, there's going to be laughs and tears.
1: Tons of celebrities.
0: Loads of celebrities. We're going to have to get the paps down there. We got to get like a red car, maybe like... You'll
1: do a live pap smear down there? We're
0: doing a live pap smear (laughs) at Caveat. Wednesday, April 19th. You Whether do not they welcome that,
1: that or not, we're doing it.
0: Special Splash Zone VIP seating. That's right. You get a complimentary parka to wear in yeah. the front if yeah. you happen to be seated near the ping pong you show. You lucky SOBs. Yeah, so take that, Susan Sarandon. We're having a show, damn it. April 19th, and we want you there. So check it out, caveat.nyc. C-A-V-E-A-T dot N-Y-C. Dear Ann Landers, my husband dear and Abby, I are in
1: shock. I'm extremely upset. Years.
0: My son got married. Dear in
1: Ann Landers. Ann Landers. Was very happy. I have not see a woman here at
0: She thinks way too much. She, 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 she had she to get married. Dear Pod.
1: have issue with the Jolly Green Giant is he's a giant wearing a toga made out of leaves. Yes. And those of us who are not a giant are now looking up at the giant scrotum.
0: Okay. Am I correct? I hear you. I see you.
1: Did anyone think about that?
0: Well, it feels like, you know, a Project Runway challenge. What it? Like because like make a skirt out of leaves. Go.
1: Well he is a giant. It's not like there's a store.
0: Touche. You use you use what you know. Yeah, you, you use, use what your You use your products around yeah. you. Yeah. Uh I can't say that he doesn't have anything under the skirt. We don't know. If Why he if he made if he went to the problem to make if he went to the trouble to make a skirt, I'm sure he could make underwear.
1: He's not wearing a skirt.
0: That's a it's like a shift. It's a little like, skirt. It's like a tennis skirt.
1: I thought he's wearing a toga.
0: Oh. Well, anyway, you cut it. He went to the trouble to make a toga. He's going to put something underneath that, right? You're not just going to let your giant balls just dangle.
1: I, I don't that know. That could knock somebody I, out. I'm not a uh,
0: I think for the safety of the commoners and the people who want to buy his products, you would tuck them up, you know?
1: He's almost wearing a tunic.
0: This is ironic because whenever I talk about junk I call it meat and two veg. And he is look what he's selling. Veg. Yes. He's two veg.
1: Um and then yeah, there he is. There is no way that this man Oh
0: wow. Oh wait, he, let me see. I forgot how hot a, he was.
1: He even has a fascinator made out of leaves. <laughs>
0: what the? If he can accessorize, he can wear underwear. Okay.
1: But why would but what do you think the underwear is made out of?
0: More leaves.
1: Why would you have leaves on leaves?
0: Sewn together.
1: That's like having flannel underwear and then flannel pajamas. You might as well just set oh, yourself on fire.
0: Yeah, and flannel sheets, which <sighs> I've done that before. I did Friction.
1: it once and never again.
0: Yeah, he's kind of hot. He's fully wearing a dress. Right. This is like Eliza Minnelli at the palace dress. It's like a mini skirt item, you know? Very sassy.
1: Yeah. He so looks filthy.
0: He would not let his balls dangle. He won't. <laughs> I, I vow. Because that's a short skirt toga. Yeah, it is. <laughs> He's filthy. Like, He's, like a dirty bird or like have, a dirty bird. There
1: is a historic statue of this thing. Now.
0: <laughs> Where? <laughs> Where?
1: I, I'm I'm Googling it right now.
0: Please hurry. I need to know because I need to book plane tickets. I'm assuming Minnesota. Oh, that tracks. Minnesota, they're like, we don't have any other historical figures that we can look up to. Nobody from Minnesota has done anything worthwhile except for the Jolly Green Giant. So move that Columbus statue and let's put him up there.
1: March, he's an invention from the But
0: he's so hot. So hot.
1: He's a cartoon.
0: Um, it's good to know that he's still working. Have you seen like cuz i haven't seen a commercial in a while
1: i have not i don't watch commercials anymore oh, i zip oh, through oh, them green giant what
0: made you think about the jolly green giant
1: i don't know it just came like i think i
0: came screaming the jingle
1: came into my head like ho 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 green giant
0: yeah what what you know master of thought came up with that one what genius was like i don't know ho 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 green giant is that good is that good Cut like to the 60 laziest years later, ad and campaign. and i'm like yeah, and it's, it's still in your head.
1: Right. It's, so it doesn't really fucking matter. You
0: know it's Barry Manilow that writes half those things, right? Right. He sits good on- Good for her, him. Good for that. Good for it.
1: Good, good for Barry- Queen Manilow. Right. Candlelit
0: Why? <laughs> Manilow. Still not entirely convinced I met him. Still not. Darkest not- room I've ever been. It was like an escape room with Barry Manilow. Yeah,
1: or Barbara Walters. You never know. Could
0: have been. Whenever he doesn't want to do the meet and greets, he sends her out. Yeah. Is she still around?
1: Barbara Walters? Yeah. She, she's dead, right?
0: Oh. Uh, she died. Or is she? I don't know. He's touring with Barry Manilow. I don't know. Never saw him in the same room together. N- of course Just not. Just saying. Ho, 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 green giant. <laughs> um, so a couple things. Moth came back from her, her cruise. I know you all haven't heard from Moth in a minute, but you know, you'll be hearing from her soon. She's been out cruising and living her best life. Mm -hmm. And a couple things happened on the cruise. This is why my parents aren't allowed to cruise. We couldn't get service, so that was fine. For a week, I did not speak to her. Usually, I talk to her every day, check in, how you doing? Sure. So she just had the ability to text every now and then, and we'd get some updates. And uh, let's see, I'll share a couple of them with you. She sent me a text saying, on the ship, Everything's going well except I used Bacitracin to brush my teeth. Doesn't sound like that's going well. <laughs> so that's when they started. She goes and get this: what we thought was a safe was actually a refrigerator. We've been locking our important stuff in the fridge.
1: Do either one of them own glasses?
0: Oh yeah, multiple pairs.
1: Are they of prescription or just like something that they I found think
0: they at got the them church? at Walgreens or Costco?
1: Well, they might need to go to an optometrist if they're <laughs> confusing Bacitracin, which smells quite different than minty toothpaste, and a refrigerator.
0: For safe. safe, but that would have happened even if they had good eyesight. I'm convinced. Like, also, what you did—you touch your passport or anything? Did you touched... like when you take your dollar bills out? Are, they're frozen.
1: Were well, there's also no code on a refrigerator.
0: You're, you're speaking a logic that my parents don't have, so and we need the, to bring it down.
1: And the refrigerator's in a normal spot where a, fi, a safe is usually within the closet.
0: Uh, sometimes a fridge could be in a closet. So that I will give them some grace on that. Okay. But now, of course, my father's like, eh, that's what they mean by cold, hot, cash, nay! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and finally, uh, the final update. So you know she's been on the Weight Watchers. Yes. Lost 25 pounds. I think that this cruise has undone all of her good work. I am concerned. Probably. Cruises are terrible with that kind of stuff. I, this is why I did: one cruise for one weekend. Never do it again.
1: Absolutely not.
0: Why are people eating like it is the the last of us?
1: Because it's there.
0: That's because it's it. there, and there it's it's the amounts of food are nuts. So she says, um, memorable last day on board. Tripped and fell on the pool deck. Face planted into loaded nachos. I was so happy to have found a nacho bar. Guacamole, beans, salsa was everywhere, especially on my face. It's time to come home.
1: <laughs> yeah, she needs to see an optometrist and like maybe an ear doctor.
0: And apparently a physical therapist <laughs> because she was walking with a Loaded plate of nachos and pizza. She needs to see a dietician. Oh. And she got so excited by how pretty she made her. It was a make-your-own nacho bar that she ran to show the family her good work. And she was not paying attention. And there was a chaise lounge there. And she tripped and fell over the chair. (laughs) And it was a big fall. So when my family knew that she was okay, then they knew it was okay to laugh. Are you okay? I'm fine. Good. You have guacamole on your face. <laughs> Is that a, God. They shouldn't be allowed to travel or walk. Apparently, or breathe, or do anything. I don't know. So, Bassitracin instead of toothpaste. Never and done that. The refrigerator safe. Never done. That. I can see. No, I can't. I mean, it's my parents. Right. It's got to be one of those small tubes. They probably have like a little travel tube of toothpaste and Bassa and little travel tube size. Little travel mistake she made.
1: <laughs> but yet still.
0: And still, but here are. we are.
1: <laughs> one does say toothpaste, and the other one says Bassa Trace. But again,
0: I'm sure she got halfway through the brush experience before she was like, "Oh." It's like, well, oh, yeah. yeah, I might as well finish it. I'm here, yeah. <laughs> It's <laughs> just still brushing her molars.
1: Not foaming.
0: It's ah! just no, nothing like that. <clears throat> oh, the taste of that.
1: So what'd she do at? I mean, do you have to like wipe she your She never gave me clean? a follow
0: up on uh. that. She, I don't know. I would have to do a lot of rinsing, maybe get a young priest and an old priest. I don't know. I don't know,
1: man. That's, That's like, my parents on vacation. It's like Bacitrice and like Vaseline.
0: It's like a, it's a white cream. So again, I can see the mistake. Vaseline is Vaseline. It is yellow. There's no mistake in a Vaseline. This is like a lotion.
1: You put lotion on your... I would have thrown my toothbrush away.
0: I know. I would have just jumped off the ship at that point. If that's how you're starting the... Three-hour tour? How's it going to end?
1: Uh, you know, after I tripped over the ottoman, I would just would have just gone over the side.
0: I wouldn't have gone up the gangplank to begin with. Let's go back. I would not have booked tickets on the Celebrity yeah. Apex.
1: That's what it's called.
0: Celebrity Apex.
1: What does that mean?
0: Ah, it's just a fancy name for a ship. Like Norwegian has named all their ships. It's like, and it's always named after like a like a feeling or something. So it's like Norwegian Love Bliss. Um,
1: I'll be the cock. judge. Of <laughs>
0: Are you guys going on the Norwegian cock? (laughs) It's always like one syllable.
1: Norwegian bliss.
0: You'd be on the Norwegian poof.
1: That's Ah! false (laughs)
0: advertising. You get on there and you're like, what the fuck?
1: Norwegian what the fuck?
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, I I really want to go on a vacation though.
1: Not on a cruise.
0: Not on a cruise. I just want to go. Even I could do one of those all-inclusives. Cruise. No all-inclusive resort.
1: That always makes me. That always, it's all, It's like when you order like that lunch special, and like you get the soup that no one wants, or the salad that no one wants, and then like the one spring roll that's just cold, uh-huh. and then like the food is, just.
0: Yeah, you don't go there for a good food experience in the in the cheap <laughs> all-inclusives.
1: Right, but then that's why it's there because that's what's saving you money
0: but also I think they're there because these these like vacation destinations are incredibly poor areas like so if you get off the plane in Jamaica you will drive through some of the worst poverty I remember Turks and Caicos we were driving through and I was like this doesn't look good at all and then you turn into your little resort and it's like an entirely different world and you've forgotten all the horrible it's like extreme poverty and extreme wealth mm-hmm. and like there's nothing in between
1: But and then that's their job yes it to wait out. it's
0: the entire island is built on that yeah on the Gansevoort or wherever you are right Gansevoort
1: wait the Gansevoort Hotel yeah like the chain yeah in Turks and Caicos.
0: That's where we ended up staying. Wow. That's because we were with people who were footing the bill. Oh. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. If like, it was us going Whoa. to Turks and Caicos, I'd be like, I found a hut. It's an Airbnb. <laughs> it's got no running water, no toilet, and it comes with a boy.
1: And no, I think it's a boy. I
0: think, we think- he
1: may be alive.
0: He's got a dog and he's asking me for ones. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> he said, Dance, doggy, dance. <laughs> Don't know what that
0: means. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Dick Van Patten. And I'm Ruth Buzzy. Sure you are. And we're coming to you from the Maha'a bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about, about? about? (laughs) Ruth? Oh, that was quick. Oh, I didn't even hear it. (laughs) (laughs) All I was on the other side. What different you talking about, Willis? What
1: you talking about, Willis? That was it? Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Never, never watch the show.
1: You never watched Different Strokes? I did not. It takes different strokes to move the world. Yes, wow. it does. It wow. Takes that it has a whole different meaning
0: world. in my world. It takes different strokes. But you should stroke us this week. All weeks. Every week. Because we're bringing you the advice articles of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. We're putting them on a ship and then we're saying, That's the safe, damn it. That's where you put all your valuables. Damn it, Marjorie. So what are you waiting for? Follow us on your social medias. At DearPodOfficial. On your Insta, your Twitter, your face. Check out our website, DearPodOfficial.com. Email us, DearPodOfficial at gmail.com. And send one of your advice questions that we shall answer right here on the air, damn it. Even. Damn yeah, it. Wait, what's that? Oh, on the air, even. Oh, Snagglepuss. Snagglepuss. Oh, I'm going to do Snagglepuss voice for the rest. Uh, finally, and most importantly, our Patreon page, patreon.com slash DearPodOfficial, where for a mere 3 or $5 a month, you can become a subscriber and get extra special tidbits in your inbox every week, even.
1: How about the new slogan, We Love New York?
0: A uh, couple wait. things
1: about the slogan.
0: There's a new slogan? I didn't even know. Oh,
1: yeah. It's like... So instead of like I love New York,
0: you're dragging us all into it. I heart
1: New York. <laughs> it's we heart New York. Wow. A couple things: the heart isn't centered, so it also drives my OCD a little crazy. Oh God! On top of the fact, we don't love whatever iteration of New York is right now. We don't
0: love it. This is like when a guy is talking about him and his wife having a baby, and he says, "We're pregnant, nah, bitch." You're not. She is. She's pregnant. You're going to have a baby eventually.
1: But once she wraps up the Challenger disaster, that is now her
0: <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I, it don't bring us into this, is what I'm saying. We do not love. I, it, there has to be a different thing than heart. It's like, we're, it, just, let's just do we're in New York. Why That's the slogan. It, what,
1: what about like, like the, um, the emoji shrug, like, eh, I, eh, New York.
0: Now that I can completely get behind. Right. We shrug New York.
1: And also, it was like a big reveal. It's like, you'd fucking, you just took someone else's idea and just put we in front of it. That's
0: all. And you know, the guy who created I Love New York is smoking a cigarette in a basement somewhere going, God damn it, I should have gotten residuous.
1: <laughs> I mean, Which it's so iconic. It's like, why would you, that is so stupid. That is This is the epitome of people in New York City. It's like come up with an original fucking idea.
0: It's called groupthink and it's driving me insane. Don't also don't tell me what I love. That that like of all the things, of all the things that New Yorkers are, you cannot we're angry and you can't tell us what we like or don't like or where to go or not go. If you've have you ever seen a movie being filmed on the streets of New York that sad production assistant that is trying to navigate New Yorkers walking on the streets and trying to get them to stop walking so that they can film something. Best of luck, fella. Exactly. He does not love New York. I don't love it. Don't bring me into your we love whatever this...
1: I'm in a. Branch
0: Davidian shit is.
1: I am in a love hate relationship with this city until someone tells me how terrible the city is and is like, let me do one. You shut the fuck up. <laughs> the
0: fuck do you know about it? You know why? Because you get to talk shit about it. They don't. That's correct. And you don't get to talk shit about it unless you've been here for a minimum of 10 years. Right.
1: Then That's you like will if someone starts joking about, like, you know, I always like to, you know, make light of, you know, a dead dad joke. But then when someone does it for me, I'm like, that is a bridge too far. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the line
0: crossed. Yeah. No, I can
1: say it. You cannot.
0: You haven't earned it. You can't talk about my dad that way.
1: My brother likes to like call me up and talk about um, uh, the city and Democrat mayors and blah blah blah. I'm like, oh Christ. Okay. I didn't. I don't even. I have never. I'm not really a huge political person, but I also don't remember a time before Donald Trump that my family ever engaged in this type of conversation. At all,
0: and now all of a sudden you're aware who's like state comptroller in Iowa, right? Yeah.
1: I also really hate when people say, "I'm not a uh, what is it a uh, a one issue voter." And I'm like, okay, say that to my face again.
0: Oh Jesus! It's like, I don't even uh, know what that means though. What do you like, mean?
1: Because I'm like, oh well, I'm not. I don't support someone that doesn't
0: support gay rights, right? Basically, and they're like, okay. oh
1: well, that's you know. I'm like. Well, it is kind of a big deal. No, it's never going to happen. I said, okay, so that's not never, never going to happen. Sure. So then they, you know, there's like the and the, the no drag queens. There's the taking our rights away, us being scrubbed from the uh, uh, White House webpage. page. Um, oh yeah. And then, then cut to like the race riots of like two years ago. And then it's like, they're gonna come and burn down our house. And it's like, who's gonna burn down the house? The rioters. What rioters? The ones that are burning down the city. I'm like, is the city on fire that I'm not aware of?
0: Because I'm in it.
1: Right. And these are people in Chicago. And I'm like, I highly doubt it. You don't know. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not a single issue voter. Whoops. Oh, see how they came back to. You full
0: circled (laughs) it. Wait, so what I they're oh were they talking about their city or were they talking about ours? Both. Well, my one
1: brother likes to call up call me up and uh talk about this city
0: oh but that's what moth does she'll tell me when things are happening you know what she is she's that um what's that app that's uh that tells you when citizen citizen she's the citizen app
1: there's she... a cat with a handgun on,
0: <laughs> on it like, how do you know are you committing these crimes how are you knowing about them and like in real time my mother has become the citizen app Yeah, but they like to call and be like, this is what's happening in your city. And I'm like, fuck, if I know.
1: Do you get a lot of snow? No. No, I'm at Panera. (laughs) Are you sure? I'm like, uh, yes. I'm I'm looking around. Yeah, no. Or it's like, what is that noise? I'm like, I'm in the largest city in America.
0: Always surprised. (laughs) Families who call you from outside of New York City are always surprised when there is background noise.
1: And they're like, oh, can you get away from that siren? I would. Love
0: to. (laughs) You have This whole city is a fucking siren. (laughs) Ring the alarm, baby. (laughs) Which brings us perfectly to our category for the day. Our theme is alarms. And that's all we hear all the time. And it's true. Every time I'm on the phone with somebody, inevitably, somebody's dying. Right. And then they're like, oh, can you get away from it? Then you turn down, like, you go down 47th, and then there's... Like a fire truck coming your right. way.
1: Right. You're like, I'm gonna duck in this building. And then you realize the building is the one that is on fire <laughs> and that's where all the trucks are there. It's and fire.
0: then there's screaming on top of the sirens, on top of all the Would alerts. you shut
1: up and it's a woman on fire running down the hallway.
0: I'm trying to tell you what happened at the Piggly Wiggly <laughs> over the weekend. Can you tell her to be quiet? Yes, I will put a muzzle on the city. I agree, it's exhausting. But we've got a theme this week, and the theme is alarms, damn it! And that's a perfect segue. Patty, give me an article about alarms.
1: This is from the Herald News, Passaic, New Jersey, November 12th, 1969. I know it! Alarm clock! Dear Abby, I've been married to Margie for seven months, and there's one thing we argue about constantly. Margie is the secretary for a bachelor, and he has asked her to telephone him every morning at 7 o'clock to wake him up. He doesn't trust an alarm clock. I say that my wife isn't supposed to report for work until 8.30 a.m. and her employer has no right to expect her to call him at 7 a.m. as she is not on duty then. Margie says she doesn't mind calling him and I am making a big deal over nothing. I say my wife belongs to me at 7 in the morning and I don't want her worrying about having to wake up her boss. Dear husband, I don't see any harm in Margie's calling... And Margie's calling her her boss to wake him up. But if you do, then out of consideration for you, she should tell her boss to get somebody else to wake him up. And by the way, if he doesn't trust an alarm clock, how about a rooster? <laughs>
0: oh, because <laughs> that's so good in the city. Oh,
1: that's funny. I
0: got a rooster to wake me up, you guys. Sorry.
1: How fucking pathetic is like, Hey, can you just call me and wake me up?
0: No, go fuck yourself.
1: If you can't wake up to an alarm clock, how are you going to wake up to a phone?
0: Would you do that for your boss? Have you ever called to wake her up?
1: No, I accidentally FaceTimed my boss once when I was in my bed. <laughs> this was like during COVID. And she's like, hello. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Any embarrassing thing that happens that anyone talks about in us, other than masturbation, well, that's not true. Oh
0: God. Tell I've me done. you weren't doing that when you FaceTimed her. No. No.
1: But I did have porn on my phone, and I was
0: having—I <laughs> was
1: having a conversation with her, and I was googling something for her, and it just like it came. Up. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like coughing over it. Like I'm like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah. You
0: mean it? Like I'm a like, video that started. Yes,
1: and it just like started like, oh, <laughs> oh. I'm like, oh, for. I can't
0: breathe.
1: I mean, I have just, I've just.
0: That you're like, oh, no, I have all the confirmation numbers here. Let me just take that out. Oh, let me oh,
1: just. Oh, 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 let me, <laughs> let me oh, see. If, no, yeah. <laughs> oh, you want that book on Amazon? Let me go check. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, is that enough? oh, four more hot dogs. Oh. Patrick,
0: Patrick, are you watching a soccer match with those baboozolos? <laughs> <"Ha, ha>, <laughs> Wait, just. I'm obsessed with you FaceTiming her in bed. That would scare the shit out of me. Cause So she's seeing like. How are you how was she in bed with you? Like how was it by your face? Like where?
1: I don't know what happened. I think she I don't I don't exactly remember the circumstance. I think it was during COVID or something. And instead of Oh, I was supposed to, I was calling her, but uh-huh. instead of calling, it FaceTime. Oh
0: her. no. And
1: she answered.
0: No! Like, Why
1: you! are you answering the
0: How does she even know how to FaceTime?
1: I don't know. And I just look like Death.
0: Oh my God! Hey, I'm not coming in today.
1: Right, I've got the Rona.
0: Wow! Oh, just that's when things could go wrong. I I've sent terrible
1: emails. I've sent terrible texts. I've just. I know that you sent
0: wrong texts. That the that's an off-air story that was one of the funniest things I've ever heard. That must have made you shit your pants. You sent right. wrong emails to her.
1: I think I have. Yeah.
0: Like about. But the
1: text was the the text was the by far the most. Terrible text I think I've ever written about anybody. That's not true.
0: (laughs) I'm in the room.
1: (laughs) And then, and then thinking, oh my god, that's terrible. I'm going to get fired today. And then it went from like nervous to like I was so ecstatic. Yeah, you were like free. And then she's like, "Eh, it happened.
0: What a wild range of emotions to experience in
1: in a short ten minutes, which seemed. Like forever.
0: It must have been. So yeah, Patty sent the wrong. I had text shit to the my wrong pants, person.
1: then dried it, then shit it again. And then,
0: <laughs> and then you were celebrating, and then you were depressed, and yeah, that brought you through all of it.
1: I mean, I wonder why my hair is falling out. So I many
0: know. Times. Oh my god! Just for sending the wrong text alone, shit. Oh god, but it's pretty legendary. It's still. Like <laughs> I can't believe that didn't wakes. get you fired. I'm so disappointed. No offense. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're employed. I ish yeah yeah i'm here you're here you're here
1: i'm existing on this plane
0: <laughs> i'm Alas. you but Our, no i've
1: never had to wake her up i mean i've had to like remind her for meetings but that's
0: you've never had job. to go uh, well you have to go above and beyond in your job that's the thing that sucks correct like It. it this guy's bitching about the fact that this is cutting into her day her, into her life she like she goes in she punches a clock when she's there she's there when she's not she's done right but that doesn't exist for you
1: I don't think that exists for most people really yeah like when I used to work for Ralph Lawrence, like when I was done I still like
0: wasn't done right Would people keep emailing you calling you what
1: yeah well, and you're like oh fuck
0: so it never ends
1: no and this is just like it's very different in stand-up
0: <laughs> very very different <laughs> When you're done, you're actually, like, pushed out the door.
1: Thank like, oh,
0: Wait, don't you want to talk some more? Don't you want me to talk some more? All right, here's an alarming article for you from the Traverse City Record Eagle, March 1st, 1967. Alarm turnoff causes arguments. Dear Ann Landers, the man I'm about to marry is 20 years old. I am 19. The problem is his mother. Louis sets the alarm clock for 9:45. What? That can't be right. Louis sets the alarm clock for 5:45 a.m., which would give him plenty of time to get ready, pick me up at 7:45, take me to my job and get into his place of employment by 8:45. About 3 mornings a week, his dear mother thinks he doesn't get enough rest, so she tiptoes into his bedroom and turns off his alarm clock. Uh-uh. Of course he oversleeps which causes him to be late for work. Naturally, I am late also. Louis has begged his mother to stay out of his room and keep her hands off his alarm, but she continues to do it anyway. Please tell me what to do. This problem has caused some very bitter arguments between us. Signed, Burned Up. Dear Burn, tell Louis to put the clock under the mattress if he doesn't want Mom to turn off the alarm. Ian. No. <sighs>
1: I just don't understand. I don't. I mean, I remember like my my mom would wake me up sometimes, but I pretty much would. I don't know. I- Only
0: when I was in high school would my mother wake me up. But right. like, she goes into his room and turns off his alarm so that he can get more sleep, which is creepy as shit. I know that these are like kids that are getting married, nineteen and twenty, go straight to hell. Like,
1: I don't want a parent
0: in my room. Period. <laughs> Mission accomplished.
1: Ever. Like,
0: don't no. come into that space. How for creepy. the most part,
1: they didn't. <laughs> so, I don't
0: think they did. I mean, we don't know what happened when you weren't home.
1: I'm sure they weren't even curious. My parents really were like, well,
0: the international mail catalog would come every month and disappear. <laughs>
1: listen, I was very good at covering my tracks. Were it, you really? Yes, it wasn't addressed to me.
0: But my it sister just got disappeared
1: and then when I was done it reappeared
0: ew with the pages stuck together
1: I was very clean
0: <laughs> you know what I don't doubt that you were
1: i I mean it's meticulous. a life it's a you know I would you know what I guess I would be a good serial killer because other than watching all these documentaries now yeah. which I'm also kind of fascinated that anyone thinks that they can get away with it
0: Oh, not in this day and age. Like, if you were a serial killer in the 80s, the the world was your oyster. Right.
1: Now, it's like everyone, you'd never know. Like, this pen has a camera on it.
0: Absolutely.
1: You can see someone walking from a thousand different angles. Yeah. The, pe- the person the ge- you
0: killed has a camera in them. Correct. Yeah. They're, like, microchipped.
1: They're like, oh, what they didn't know is that we picked up this... Uh, Eyelash and we could track it, back.
0: oh my god. And we and now they're doing like genealogy testing. So if for some reason they find DNA they can't match, they literally go to like ancestry.com and they were like, He was his great great grandfather was loc Doc foc Banak from Ineskill in Ireland and we found him that way. Like they're they're coming at you from all different angles. There's no way you can get away with it. I was
1: watching this thing the other day and it was like the dumbest criminal possible. like everything she did. Oh was just like like she was on tape she's like do you have a relationship with this guy nope they're at walmart together they're like are you intimate with him nope they're making out oh my they're god they're shopping together
0: <laughs> it's the Murdoch murders it's the same thing i wasn't at the kennels you were at the kennels shit i was at the kennels but <laughs> it's also it's just
1: fascinating they're like no i'm going i am going to out um smart these people that their job is to
0: that is their only purpose on mm-hmm. this earth is to find people who do these fucking things
1: yeah and, and becky from the renaissance fair thinks <laughs> that she can outsmart <laughs> these people nope 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 i don't remember that no I more do fridays
0: not- and saturdays in october <laughs> for you becky
1: <laughs> i don't recall that no i don't know that's He's how i guess a lot a of people
0: of you in front of a ring camera like that's the yeah. biggest thing you can did you I, look We all know that me and Patty like the the murder docs and stuff like that. Also, what worries me about how much I like these murder documentaries now is that I'm getting so comfortable watching them that I'm, like, fully eating. Uh Like, I'll I'll eat, like, spaghetti and meatballs and watch the story of somebody who was, like, brutally killed. (laughs) They're (laughs) pulling
1: out their intestines.
0: (laughs) Yeah. He did it. The husband did Uh, it.
1: More ice cream?
0: Anybody? And I watch the long crime network. So right now, it's the Gwyneth Paltrow trial, Mm -hmm. which is the funniest, whitest thing ever. But uh, they did the one, the kid who stabbed the girl. And they they showed him with her, luring her into the woods on everybody's ring cameras. The cheerleader? Yeah.
1: I just read about that today. Oh,
0: my God. It was rough. And then you see him coming out of the woods, holding his shoes without her. It's right. Th- it's it's owned everybody's ring camera. You stupid ass.
1: Everyone thinks they can get away with it.
0: Well, he was also a sociopathic fourteen-year-old, and now he's spending life in prison.
1: I do like how we started with alarm clocks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy. It always comes back to death for us. I'd murder you if you touched my alarm clock. Basically, I don't really use an alarm clock. I just anywhere. use my phone. I use my phone. No, no more alarm clocks. Uh because I've had bad experiences with those when we've needed them in the past, like in hotel rooms. Getting no. to places. But no. No. And my alarm is very gentle. She's so gentle. Yeah. It's time to She care. spoons you. Yeah. Something a she little caresses bit more She your aggressive. face. She's like, Aaron. Hey, what's up? It's just breathing like near my ear like. Mm.
1: What if she that was up. part of the app? Like there was like a small little fan and it like mimicked her breath. Ew. Like it's bl- so creepy. <laughs> And like a little finger that would just like move your bangs yeah.
0: over. Oh my god, thank you. And then it like no, it hugs tap, you like, from behind. You're like, how did you get behind me?
1: Taps you on your nose. Boop.
0: <laughs> no, boops up. you
1: <laughs> One, two, three, get up. One, okay, two, three, get
0: up. Just bro like I'm just saying, if you see this on the market two months from now, you heard it on Deer Pod first. Hit me.
1: This is from the Oh God. Oh God. LM Morgado. Daily News, New Mexico. I'm not pronouncing it twice. March 20, 1976. I'm sorry,
0: 1973.
1: Oh. Dear Abby, after 18 years of wedded bliss, my wife and I agree that youth is wasted on the young. When it comes to romance, the young lovers could learn a lot from us old lovers in our 40s and 50s. Ew. However, we do have one problem. Timing. My wife doesn't care for romance in the morning because she has to get up and get three school-age kids breakfast, and consequently she keeps one eye on the clock. On the other hand, I'm a commercial pilot, and after a day's work, I'm pretty well exhausted, and I don't care for romance at night. Oh. My flying schedule permits me to be home during lunchtime occasionally, but that's no help because two of the kids come home for lunch. Any suggestions? Signed, El Captain.
0: El Capitan. She keeps one eye on the cock. I mean, mm. clock.
1: Dear Cap, compromise and set your alarm for 3 a.m. Or else when you're home for lunch, treat the kids to lunch out and treat yourself to lunch at home. That's Ew. disgusting. You're <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Bitch, you are disgusting. You, send the kids out for lunch because you're going to have a mom's mouthful.
0: You're eating in, out in. I mean,
1: you're eating out in. <laughs> Tell your kids while they're eating out, so will you.
0: <laughs> so will mom.
1: I'm eating out. Your <laughs> mom.
0: 3 a.m. That's the compromise? No.
1: Another is not to have kids.
0: Tell me about it. We are making good cases for not having children every episode of Dear Pod. <laughs> That's the one thing that we give back to the people. Ugh, ugh!
1: I can't even set an alarm or something just to have sex.
0: I oh, Like, wake up! Wow, I this don't is romantic. This with... is so exciting. Here we go.
1: Make it quick. It's like Miranda.
0: Three. Just eight, get it over with already. Just finish it. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> if someone told me just finish, I'd be like, "Let me tell you this." <laughs> then
0: you. I'm just, gonna finish you. I'm gonna stay right here and give you. A lecture.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay right here inside. Stay hard, you, yeah. hard, not moving, and just look at you.
0: Not moving.
1: Yeah, just like how's just that?
0: This. And give a TED yeah. talk. Yeah.
1: I'm, for five minutes, I'm gonna you think like that, that I'm Here's gonna make it. you think that I just had a stroke because <laughs> I won't move. Tell me to hurry up.
0: Don't you tell me to finish? But you know what I want to finish? These articles, damn it. And this one comes from the Fort Worth Star Telegram, September twenty fifth, nineteen ninety five. Going for the nineties, okay. So I took the word alarm, I wasn't finding a lot of alarms. Okay. So I took the word alarming, and here's what I've got. <laughs> okay. And this definitely will breed some some conversation. Alarming numbers of hospital mistakes. Oh God. Oh yeah. Dear Ann Landers, you recently printed a response from Dr. James Todd of the American Medical Association in regard to medical malpractice. Perhaps Dr. Todd should read the AMA's own journal, which says the number of deaths by hospital caused mistakes may be equivalent to three jumbo jet crashes every two days. (laughs) Jesus, MH370. This same Journal of American Medical Association article quotes another statistic that is even more alarming. According to the article, 64% of cardiac arrests at a teaching hospital were preventable. It's a teaching hospital. In addition, another study of errors in hospital intensive care units showed an average of 1.7 errors per day per patient. According to A Harvard Medical School study, negligent hospital treatment kills an estimated 180,000 Americans each year and injures hundreds of thousands more. Yet Dr. Todd's main concern is that the malpractice system is making things tougher for doctors. This reaction is typical of the AMA. When will doctors stop pointing fingers at lawyers when there are medical mistakes? The plaintiff's lawyers work at no charge, while the lawyers for the doctors are making millions defending them for astronomical fees. If doctors would admit to their mistakes instead of hiring high-priced attorneys who drag out lawsuits for years, justice would be served at a much lower cost. It's time the AMA got behind a system to evaluate hospital quality and inform consumers about what they're getting. We would all benefit from the safer treatment and reduced cost. Signed, Theodore Babbitt, counsel—I know, really, it goes on. I actually just abridged it. Counsel for the Association for Responsible Medicine, Tampa, Florida. Dear Theodore Babbitt, I have been accused of being strongly biased in favor of the medical profession, and I welcome the opportunity to print a letter that gives a more balanced picture. I would, however, challenge your statement that plaintiff's lawyers work at no charge. If they win the suit, they collect a hefty contingency fee, which is often one-third of the settlement. And, oh, it's a lot of chatter to basically say... Fuck off. ...hospital mistakes. That's what got me. So I looked up... That is alarming. Oh, it is alarming. See, it's alarming hospital mistakes. Okay. So I was like, what are the most common mistakes that are happening in hospitals and then i also looked up some of the worst like the most common ones are like drug related or maybe they give the diagnosis to the wrong person which in and of itself is going to be funny as hell you have cancer jk uh. exactly now you've already shit which right. is good because you're in a hospital yeah. clean up uh so i looked up the most famous medical malpractice cases these are just just a little, i'll give you just a sampling just okay. a couple uh Wrong leg amputation.
1: Is this why they always say, and you're here for what?
0: This is why they say which leg, and then they mark it with a marker. They put like a little temporary tattoo on it because it's going to go away anyway so that you don't fuck it up. That is my nightmare. The wrong side. But the leg.
1: But then they have to cut off the other
0: one. Exactly.
1: Now you're a double amputee. Yes.
0: Yes. Exactly Ding 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 Buy that boy a beer
1: And then Then you're loaded Because You're like Well I'll sue you
0: Exactly I may not be able to walk But Who needs to When I can have these 50 people Tend to my <laughs> Like wipe my ass for me Just cause I feel like it yeah. On a day Thank you uh, Lennox Hill uh, Let's see Surgery on the wrong side Of the head Again Again you get in there and that's what happens. But this is my personal favorite. Wrong ball removed. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine waking up and being like, I said the left one.
1: But when you're in there, there's only two. And one probably looks.
0: A little weird.
1: Like it's been done.
0: Yes. And like the other a sun made raisin. Yeah. yeah.
1: Unless it's like a color blind thing. One's red and one's green. And it's like, well, I don't
0: In that case you can't be held responsible. I'm You as the doctor. <laughs> like, I mean what... you, Patrick, yeah, you. I didn't do it. I ain't operating on him.
1: Uh <laughs> Can you imagine? How do you feel? I feel good. Good, 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 good. A couple things. Um it's gonna heal great. Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to say this. We removed the wrong ball. What? Yeah, it's okay. We finally removed the right one. But now you don't have any balls. Yeah. So now you just have a curtain made out of flesh. Yeah. So we can go back in and put a ball of your choice, no charge. Free ball. But you'll, you're going to have to pay for the other ball.
0: Oh. Oh, I did not see that coming. Right. Literally, I'm sorry. (laughs) You won't. (laughs) Gallows humor. (laughs) Uh, Too soon. Can you just decorate the curtain for me?
1: (laughs) So the problem with the curtain is uh, the person that was doing this procedure was the late Elizabeth Taylor, and her ginormous Richard Burton diamond ripped your flesh curtain off. So now you just have a shaft. Oh. And maybe some, like, tendrils from the last of us hanging out of oh your shaft
0: gotcha hanging out of this hanging out of it right okay well you so. know what just braid them okay and let's be done and then just tuck it up i don't okay. need the balls
1: oh okay interesting
0: yeah i'm gonna I'll, are you a
1: speedo person because then you're just going to show the meat and not the no two go. veg right
0: okay well ho ho ho
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah not a speedo person i guess i have to do boxers from now yeah, on. i guess
1: yeah, I guess I'll put two plums down there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> walnuts, walnuts are better. We find they work better.
1: Yeah, they're, they're, there's no one grabs them and they explode.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you sound like when you walk, like you're playing maracas. <laughs> so
1: it's like you're the Miami sound machine when you're on the beach.
0: <laughs> wow, I guess the rhythm is going to get you. She was right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that my surgeon. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh,
0: anyway, we'll anyway, we'll cut know, you a check. <laughs> All right. We're sliding into home, kids. Let's do some Instagram mail. What do you say? Yes. It's time. For balls. Instagram mail Instagram, Instagram mail. mail Sorry I it's cut off your balls I can put them right balls. back Let's see what, what else we could put in it. Like How about a peach pit few ball, Let's get ball, really innovative
1: ball, With your ball, balls maybe we can So many balls that's, ball. Ball. That's, that's right, that's it's
0: time for Instagram mail So get, mail. So get your, your balls, balls out and ready, baby And email us dearpartofficial at gmail.com Slide, slide gently why won't you slide into our DMs at Dear Pod Official on Instagram? Send us a question and we shall answer it right here on the air like we're going to do right now. Hit, hit it!
1: Dear Pod, my kid must think we have a money tree out in the backyard. For his sweet 16, he wants a destination birthday for all of his friends in Mexico. He's out of control with his behavior and he doesn't understand the financial reality of a party like this. His father and I have never had a destination birthday nor gone anywhere as raising this child is expensive. How do I handle this and make him understand that what he sees in videos and, and reality TV isn't real? Oh. Signed, Mexa who? Mexa what?
0: Mexa what now?
1: Dear Mexi, seems like Junior needs to be sent to the Paris Hilton School of Abduction and Torture. Oh, yeah. TV has given rise to a generation of, let's face it, asshole kids. Mm-hmm. A destination birthday in my day was at the ground round with all-you-can-eat peanuts that may or may not have been recycled from the dirty floor. The furthest we went was across the busy street. I know times are different, but you want to know what's not? The backside of a hairbrush. If my kid came in with demands of Mexico and nonstop fun, he'd have a tattoo, all right, that of the name of the brush that I just whacked him or her with. Spend some time showing him reality TV and reality, like the Kardashians before the airbrush and the tune-up, or the house slippers when you find out that they are all, in fact, just actors, or dating shows that, when you realize that everyone is just from Tampa. Lastly, I suggest telling him to brace both legs and arms and pull his fat little head out of his ass before he swallows any more bullshit.
0: Oh, harsh, true, and harsh. Not Dissimilar to what I am about to say. This comes from Anne. Dear Mexa who, Mexa what? Mexa hell no. Your underage child wants an all-expenses-paid pubescent booze fest in a foreign country? Beach, please. Tell him you punta canta. If I had kids, and I don't, you're welcome, America, I'd start the conversation with, sure, Timmy, I'll gladly pay for your vacation to no fucking way of stand. At the risk of sounding like an old man yelling at clouds, I blame social media. All these influencers and TikTok famous assholes getting paid to take pictures in Tulum or doing tree poses at Machu Picchu while ironically delivering some message about cultural appropriation on their Instagram stories is making kids think luxury travel is the norm, and it's not. In my day, luxury vacation meant you got the window seat in your parents' Toyota Cressida so you could vomit while they were driving and you didn't have to stop on the way to Storyland, USA. Here's the beauty of being an adult in this situation. You have the purse strings, therefore you have the power. The power of no. And I'm not talking about no because or no, but just plain old no. No one just says no these days. We all feel the need to add a qualifier. Just no! Everyone listening at home, say it with me. No! You're the parent, he's the kid. This isn't a court of law. It's a you your queen bee. If he gives you any lip, simply say, okay, Carrie Bradshaw, you still want to go to Mexico? Then play him one episode of Narcos. Good luck, you kingdom ruling son of a bitch, and happy knowing. And! Can you imagine... Like, What's so nuts is that it seems to be the norm that like high school kids will do some sort of Laguna Beachy, Cancuny getaway,
1: which I don't understand at all. all.
0: Did you ever go on a vacation with your friends when you were in high school?
1: <sighs> that would imply that I had a lot of friends to go somewhere.
0: Oh, with. awkward. Awkward. Um, uh,
1: I just sent you something which is. from I the just Gwyneth saw the Paltrow. twelve
0: awkward moments of the Gwyneth Paltrow trial. Have you have you watched this <laughs> or no?
1: I just saw it right now because it was on my.
0: Here's the little bit that I saw from the Gwyneth Paltrow trial.
1: First of all, you should just just read the the ten moments, and you probably don't even have to. I
0: don't even need to, to see them. Well, I know that the um, the the prosecutor or whatever, what whoever's the. The guy who brought the claim is the plaintiff. So the the prosecutor is his team. And she was fangirling over Gwyneth Paltrow.
1: Oh, yeah, that's in the thing. And
0: it's awkward as hell because she's trying to grill her. And at the same time, she'll literally be like, so let me get this straight, Miss Paltrow. He ran into you and I loved you in Shakespeare in Love. (gasps) Anyway, (laughs) That's that's what it feels like. She's like, don't you feel like it's your responsibility to follow up if there's been an accident on the on the hills? And wasn't it your fault, miss? But I loved you in Sliding Doors. <laughs> I like that the title of this is Sorry. What's your name again? Kristen? I saw that moment, too. <laughs> 13 awkward and Such bizarre moments. Such a fucking asshole. Such a fucking... Everybody's an asshole in this. Everybody. There's not one person in this trial that's like, I'm on their side. She's like,
1: I'm... I'm 5'5". Five, five. Well, actually, I'm 4. You'll see it.
0: She's like, maybe I should be a little taller like you. I'd love to be just <laughs> like you, Gwynnie. She's fangirling. <laughs> um Right now, you've probably seen that actor Gwyneth Paltrow is in the midst <clears throat> of a public civil trial regarding a ski crash in 2016. She is being sued by Dr. Terry Sanderson, who said the actor crashed into him. Gwyneth is countersuing him for $1, citing that he crashed into her. Quinnis lawyer had a hard time explaining the accident itself. Um, excuse me, but why is this the ad that it's showing me? <laughs> Here's what I'm worried about. What I'm worried is that my phone sees me, hears me, and sends me ads that they think I would like, as does as it does for everybody in this country. However, my ads and my algorithm and whatever have vacillated between. <laughs> anti fart <laughs> medication <laughs> and caftans which also that's counterintuitive because i feel like if you're going to let one rip be in a caftan you know give yourself some room to breathe good god all right i'll read this after we do this cuz this looks good all right oh it's so exciting to watch you bartend i've never seen this before patty's in charge we gotta take a picture of it, eh? Oh my god, you're following the instructions and everything? <gasps> oh wow, look at that. Yeah, yeah. This is like the psychotic episodes at Therapy Bar and Grill.
1: The psychotic episode at Therapy Bar and Grill mm-hmm. was the most enraging thing to make. Except for, like, there's some other shit that was like, the oral fixation. I never got it right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that a gay bar had an oral fixation drink. I mean, let's be honest. It's a also, bit on the nose. Also, that was note. the
1: name on my t-shirt. It was like the one of the t-shirts that I wore. It said, Orally Fixate. I'm like... Oh.
0: oh, I love this place. Yeah. Should we sing Specialty Cocktail while you're doing this? Yes. <laughs> it's time <laughs> t- for oh, yeah. f- Specialty cocktail! Specialty, specialty drink! drink. Gwyneth Paltrow is suing for $1 while she's on the ski slopes! Patty is making the specialty cocktail today, and it's very exciting because Jules isn't here because he's a deadbeat dad. Ooh! There we go! Cheers, everybody! This week's specialty cocktail is the false alarm. It's okay, everyone. Erin just burnt something on the stove. The smoke will go away. James Jules Ferris just called the fire department and told them not to come, which is a lie. I had to try to call him and it was too late. All right, for this you will need, ooh, this is fancy, one ounce of Capuro Peruvian Pisco, one half ounce lemon juice, one half ounce raspberry syrup, one quarter ounce Campari, and two ounces of Bruce Champagne. What a Bruce! Here are the, uh, here are the uh, instructions on what you do with all these things, okay? In an ice-filled cocktail shaker, add pisco, lemon juice, raspberry syrup, and campari. Shake and double strain into a wine glass with fresh ice. Top with champagne and garnish with three raspberries. Here are Jules' tasting notes. Oh, look at you. You're so fancy. This delightful little sippa was created by Ivy Mix, author of Spirits of Latin America. When she was attending college in Peru, she was introduced to the cola inglesa, a bright red sweet cola popular amongst college students. Years later, she would create this drink as a more sophisticated version of her favorite college beverage. The bitterness of the Campari gives this drink a different flavor and makes it fresher and more nuanced. The result is a cocktail that is floral and bright and bursting with bubbles. Ooh. But please, try to keep the bursting to a minimum. We don't need any more alarms going off. Do we? Eric, look at that passive-aggressive. He's more aggressive-aggressive, frankly. Oh, are you... here, do you want to take a peek? Oh, my God, so this is very exciting today in the tiki Bar. Patty is the bartender as Jules has decided to fuck off for the day. But I'm so impressed. Why haven't you been doing this the whole time? I don't know either. I've been back there. Whenever Jules can't make it, he's like, Why? You have to make the drink. And then I suck because I don't know how to bartend. I'm not good at it. Oh, <gasps> This is so pretty, Patty. Look at it. I feel like we're going to like this. I hope so. <gasps> Cheers. Cheers. Look at the three little raspberries just resting on the. Look at you drank it with the raspberries and everything. Oh, that is lovely. It's sour. She's sour. I
1: think she is. Yeah. She's a sour. What do you one. think?
0: It's not hyper sour. It's just sour enough. I think it's the uh, champagne that sort of pushes it over the top. Your little. uh. Yeah. Eh, I'm eating a raspberry. That's definitely something. Oh, you're, you're mixing them in. I'm taking your. Okay. Maybe that's it. Like stir it up a little bit because the, you have the champers on the top. What are your thoughts?
1: This is like a, this is like a better version of a mimosa.
0: Mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You got to stir it. You definitely got to stir it. Yeah. There's stuff sitting at the bottom that's, oh. that balances. <laughs> Please don't break the maha. There's stuff that sits at the bottom. That is sweetening it up a little bit, which I like better. I like. It's a high-end mimosa. And today, um, the champagne that we're using here, Mm. you know what it tastes like? A Granny Smith apple. Ooh. You think? Yeah, it's tart. Today, we're drinking, the champagne we used for this is a Keith Hawk wine. Are you looking this up? Who? Oh, I thought you were looking it up because I was like, I don't know what it is. It's called, it's a champagne called Exit 43. If somebody named Keith made champagne, I think that this is not our highest. Do you guys have any more
1: Keith? What?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I want to speak to Keith Hawk, please. He's responsible for some of the best champagne this side of the Mississippi. I'm Keith Uh, Hawk.
1: I'm the sommelier. Yeah. Do you have Keith? What? Do you have Blue (laughs) Nun? What?
0: You have exit forty three, huh?
1: Wha- <laughs> do you have Chateau at- Diane? Get out!
0: Of here. <laughs> Shut up! Go, go to Rite Aid. That's where they have Chateau Diane. I think it's a little. Can champagne go bad? You don't have to no. put all that away. We'll do that. I don't think. What don't is? Think. Wait. What's that red capped thing next to the Campari? What is the booze? It's that Pisco, right? Pisco.
1: Joe Piscopo. Joe
0: Piscopo. Oh, I told you about the gig that I did where Joe Piscopo showed up. <laughs> did I ever? <laughs> I did, right?
1: I don't know, <laughs>
0: but I'm sure it happened. <laughs> it was the weirdest fever dream of a job. I was asked to go do like a QA and a thing or something, and it was all of oh, these. Oh, wait,
1: I'm, think- I'm thinking of someone else.
0: Who are you thinking?
1: I was thinking of the guy from Greece. Don't they look the same? Who's on, like, Sober House. The guy wasn't... who
0: played Kanicki? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah.
1: Jeff, Jeff Calhoun?
0: I think. I don't know. Not Jeff Calhoun. It's Jeff something, but it's not. Jeff. We could look it up, but fuck it. Just needless he was to say. Who's also on Taxi. Let's just say that I was at a party that turned into a Q&A session involving stand-ups and the mayor of New Jersey was there and I was sitting next to my friend Erin and I was like, God, that guy looks so familiar. And she's like, Erin, that's the mayor of New Jersey. I was like, well, fuck if I know. I don't know. Can you help me get unemployment? And then out of nowhere, Joe Piscopo showed up and I was like, I don't understand what just happened or what is in these drinks or what I took. But, But I think Joe Piscopo's here. You guys, don't look. I think Joe Piscopo just walked in. I'll have another one of these Pisco thingies.
1: Jeff Conway is the one from Greece. This episode of Deer Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions.